Good Thursday. This is the Chocolate Knox with your cross politic daily news brief for Thursday, June 2nd. I just want to let everybody know that June still belongs to Jesus. I don't care how many fake gay pride flags they fly in. This year, our national conference is in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through 8th. I know you good Fight Laugh Feast folks have already purchased your tickets, but the theme of this year's conference is lies, propaganda, storytelling, and the serrated edge. Satan is the father of lies, and the mother of those lies is your federal government who has rejected God. And we have especially been lied to these last two years, and the COVID pandemic has been one of the central mechanisms that our government has used to lie to us and to grab even more power. Because Christians have not been reading their Bibles, unlike the sons of Issachar, we are susceptible to lies and weak in our ability to fight those lies. God has given us his word to fight Satan and his lies, and we need to recover all of God's word, its serrated edge, and all. Mark your calendars October 6th through the 8th. I know you already have your tickets. I think registration is still open. Early registration is still open for you. As we fight, laugh, and feast with and fellowship with each other, beer and psalms is going to be there. <laughs> it's like a guest the way we do our conference. Beer and Psalms, first night, he's going to be there. And our amazing lineup of speakers hanging out with awesome vendors, meeting new friends like you, and more early bird tickets are available now. FightLaughFeast.com forward slash conference. Is that right, Gabe? Gabe doesn't even know the conference retail. Go to FightLaughFeast.com and register today. All right, so listen, I have a bunch of stories in front of me, and we're going to try and get through all of these. But first, I want to talk about the bipartisan coalition of senators who are said to be working together on possible ways to forward a gun reform legislation in the wake of the tragic elementary school shooting in Texas. Good gracious. One of the proposals floated by the Republican lawmakers is to harden schools by providing money for more security resources, law enforcement officers, and even arming teachers. Oh, boy. Jean Perry stated that uh, she know who she is. Uh, the new press secretary, she stated that President Biden does not believe the path forward involves hardening schools. I think you should get all your kids out of government schools. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and other GOP lawmakers have advocated making one entry point in schools and, and stated that there are too many entrances. That's the problem. And too many exits. They're on to something here. <laughs> to our more than 8,000 campuses in Texas. Even Senator Ted Cruz, Ted, what are you doing? Senator Ted Cruz, Republican in Texas, called for serious funding to install bulletproof doors and locking classrooms. Just thought you should know that none of them have the answers. Somebody who might have some answers is Elon Musk. Elon Musk said that, hey, if you work here, you better be spending 40 hours in the office or else. He sent out an email to his employees saying, spend a minimum of 40 hours in the office per week or you would be fired. He wrote in a memo, which is obtained by the New York Times. The more senior you are, he says, the more visible you must be with your presence. 
That is why I spent so much time in the factory so that those on the line could see me working alongside them. Kind of like this guy. If I had not done this, SpaceX would have actually gone bankrupt. In May 2020, Mr. Musk, such a weird way to say that, also attacked local officials in the San Francisco Bay Area for not letting him reopen Tesla factories in Fremont. Remember, this is all a fallout of the shutdowns and the pandemic, saying it wasn't safe to go to work and to be normal. But Musk has been fighting that. Tesla sued Almeida County, where the factory was located, and reopened it anyway in defiance of the health officials' instructions. In his email to SpaceX employees, I believe he sent out two, he was clarifying himself on Tuesday, Mr. Musk suggested that the company that didn't require that workers return to the office would not be able to ship a great new product. SpaceX, he says, will create and actually manufacture the most exciting and meaningful products of any company in space. This will not happen phoning it in. Man. Kind of wish Christians felt like that. The U.S. I mean, we didn't even go to church. Elon Musk is trying to get products out. The U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday blocked a Texas social media law from taking effect that intended to punish online platforms for removing political speech. The Texas law bars Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and other popular social media sites from blocking content based on viewpoint. I think this is the Republicans. Governor Greg Abbott maintained that the law was a justifiable response to a dangerous movement by social media companies to silence conservatives' viewpoints. The big tech interested groups, the big tech interest groups, excuse me, NetChoice and the Computer and Communication Industry Association filed an emergency request to block the law after the U.S. court appealed for the Fifth Circuit overturned a lower court ruling that in that enjoined it from taking effect. The groups argued that the law would force tech platforms to leave up everything from the Russian propaganda to the neo-Nazi and even the Ku Klux Klan screeds. The groups maintain that the Constitution protects their right to manage platform content just as it protects a newspaper's publication decision. Wait a second. So are they not like the telephone companies and more of a publication? I don't know if they want to go down this route. It enables users to sue the platform. This law, the Texas law, prevents social media platforms with at least 50 million monthly active users like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, TikTok and Twitter, like mentioned before, uh, to take posts down based on the user's viewpoint. It enables users to sue the platform if they think that they have been censored because of their political views. It seems to allow the state's attorney general to enforce violations of power that worried experts who studied online platforms and speech. Under U.S. law so far, online platforms are actually not responsible for what posts that people make and tech companies' policies over what is and isn't allowed on sites has actually been considered a type of speech protected by the First Amendment. We're going to have to figure out what are these companies? Are they publishing companies or are they telephone companies? Maybe we should figure out what they are. And they seem to be one to call themselves publishing companies. 
okay, this is rich. <laughs> I got like six or seven stories in front of me I'm trying to get to you. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says that she was wrong about the risk of inflation. Because, <laughs> you know, it didn't bother anybody's life. She says that she was wrong a year ago when she said that anticipated inflation would be a risk, a small risk, manageable, and actually not a problem. In an interview with CNN, Wolf Blitzer, which I got to say, by the way, Wolf Blitzer has been absolutely phenomenal the last few days of asking really good questions, even though the company he works for probably don't want him to ask. But in an interview with him, she said this on Tuesday, that she admitted that she had misjudged the threat of inflation and that what it posed. She says, quote, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. Yalen said, looking ahead, core inflation is moving down, but prices remain high, adding that the war in Ukraine is to blame for increasing oil and gas prices. The most recent Commerce Department data showed that the consumer prices were up 6.3% in April. Compared to a year ago, the Fed has begun raising interest rates aggressively in an effort to bring prices under control. The new data is expected on inflation to be released this coming week. A Treasury spokesperson told NPR in an email that the comments made by Yellen were aimed at pointing out that there have been shocks. Shocks, people, to the economy that have exasperated inflation pressure, which couldn't have been foreseen 18 months ago including Russia's decision to invade Ukraine, multiple successive variants of COVID and lockdowns in China. You know, when we were doing cross politic, I don't know, 2020 at the shutdown, one of the things that we clearly saw that this wasn't good and it was going to destroy the economy if you continued to operate like this. And I don't know about you, but Pastor Toby's a pastor and Gabe is a deacon. I'm Knox. I ain't nothing. And we could see that. What was your problem? The House Judiciary Committee will meet in an emergency session to mark up a gun control bill that would impose heavy new federal restrictions and limits on firearms. Oh, goody. The tweet reads on Thursday, June 2nd at 10 a.m., House Judiciary will mark up H.R. 7910, that's 7910, the Protecting Our Kids Act, which consists of, get this, common sense strategies that together will reduce gun violence that is plaguing our nation. That's what the post reads. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to believe that you know what common sense is if you actually don't know what a man and a woman is. So excuse me if I have a hard time believing you have any common sense whatsoever. The most important change that the bill makes to the federal law is to raise the minimum age at which a semi-automatic firearm is to be purchased. Specifically, the bill would prohibit the sale of any semi-automatic centerfire rifle or semi-automatic centerfire shotgun. 
that has or has the capacity to accept any ammunition feeding devices with capacity of exceeding, get this, five rounds to any individual who the license knows or has responsible cause to believe has not attained 21 years of age and is not qualified individual. I'd like to know what qualified means. Certainly these types of firearms are available to people who are 18 or older with no criminal or mental health record barring them from the possession of one. I, I, I'm not concerned about the age. I'm concerned about the man or the woman who's buying the gun. Maybe the responsibility should be somewhere else. Citing gun traffic, the bill would also prohibit the transfer of firearms intentionally bought for a third party. So my wife basically couldn't buy me a gun don't like that the bill also turns its attention to so-called ghost guns <laughs> you know leave it to the government to make sure that minorities or lower middle class people don't have the ability to have a way to protect themselves usually homemade or 3d printed firearms that sometimes do not have a serial number are dangerous federal agencies like the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and the Department of Justice, DOJ, have had these weapons in their sights for some time, but their authority is limited without the nod from the legislator. I hope the legislator, particularly Republicans, hold fast, but it seems like they will. Under the terms of the bill, those in possession of such weapons would have 30 months from the bill's enactment to have their weapon properly engraved with a serial number. So, so the government can track you after those 30 months have elapsed. Possession of those weapons will be considered unlawful. H.R. 7910 would also create safe storage laws. You know, one of the things you always want to do is get the government out of your bedroom and building. It's kind of hard when they tell you how far your studs actually have to be set apart. If you don't have safe storage of your guns, there is a penalty for that. $500 for adults who fail to adequately secure their weapons in the home with minors. Now, I want to know, how are they going to do that? Are they going to come and say, Mr. Shannon, we want to know, are your guns locked up in the safe? You know what? It's actually none of your business and get off my lawn. The bill would, in addition, prohibit the possession of bump stocks. Now is a good time to live in Idaho because we have laws here that don't acknowledge false federal laws like stopping us from owning accessories or gun limitations and stuff like that. And modifications that can substantially increase the fire rate of a semi-automatic firearm. I'm not trying to tell you where to move. But Idaho looks real good right about now. All right, so I have more stories, but we're going to have to save those for another time. Hey, don't forget to download the Fight, Laugh, Feast app. There's so many wonderful things that are happening that we are building so that you can have a community over here at Fight, Laugh, Feast. And we have the daily show that we are doing. And hey, thank you for bearing with us as we develop that. Would you be sure to share the show on social media platforms? And if you can if you can, sign up, become a Fight, Laugh, Feast Club member at CrossPolitik.com or FightLaughFeast.com. It will help us build a type of culture where freedom will continue to exist. I'm the Chocolate Knox. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.